Welcome to the Break New Ground Podcast. My name is Luis Prado, aka B-Boy Prod, and I will be your host again this week, as always. Uh, this week we have kind of a special episode. Uh, quick apologies for the absence of an entire month. Uh, a few things had to be taken care of on the back end of the podcast, but we are back and running. We have a list of special guests for you this entire month. And this is kind of a special solo episode where I will be talking entirely about Force and Finesse Volume 1, which is a Break NG sponsored event. And the big uh, takeaway from the event or the big main event will be a Up and Comer 7 to Smoke featuring B-Boys from San Diego, uh, Orange County, Long Beach. And they're all going to be coming to see who's the top dog in terms of up and comers. We're going to talk about the what, where, why, how of the event. And uh, the, the, I guess the making up, the behind the scenes, the story as to why I'm even doing the event in the first place. And we're also going to have a little bit of a prediction segment where people are going to be writing in about who they think is going to be the top dog in the 7 to Smoke. So stay tuned, sit back and enjoy, and uh, enjoy this solo podcast episode. Welcome, welcome to a very special episode of the Break New Ground podcast. Uh, this episode will count as episode 2.5, since we don't really have a guest this week. Instead of a guest, we're going to be having myself, and I'm going to be talking about Force and Finesse, the, the upcoming jam in San Diego that I'm hosting, that I'm producing, and that I really just gave birth to, I guess, at the start of this year. Um, we're going to be talking about the details, the specifics, the who, what, when, where, why, um, the creative process behind it, and the uh, like background story to it. Why, why am I even doing this jam? Why should there even be a purpose to it, you know? Um, also, we will be covering the big main event of the competition, which is going to be the up-and-comer 7 to smoke. It, this is kind of a little bit different in terms of you know the breaking community. I don't think people ever think about breaking this much. But it's, it's fun to do something a little bit different, very ESPN-like. We're going to be looking at all the competitors, we're going to be talking a little bit about them, and we're going to read off people's predictions. So that should be pretty fun, this should be a pretty short one, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, so without further ado, let's kind of break down the details of the event. The event is called Force and Finesse Volume 1, which does imply that there will be Volume 2, 3, 4, hopefully up to 5, we'll see how it goes. Um, this event is taking place on Sunday, July 1st, 2018, from 3 to 8 p.m. Um, at Bread and Salt in Barrio Logan here in San Diego. Um, the pros of this uh, location is that it has like a really cool warehouse, like underground hip-hop feel to it. Um, there's a lot of space for vendors, there's a lot of space for ciphers, and there's kind of like an outdoor courtyard where uh, there will be food available. And we really kind of want to stress the idea of community here, and we really want people to um, come out and support the event, not only because they want to win a jam, but also just because they want to support the community and the locals here in San Diego. Um, one of the cons of the jam is that it is a Sunday jam. I, it's really hard to expect a lot of people to come out on a Sunday, but I'm really trying hard to garner enough support so that people have like a reason to come out, you know? Um, the event will be a 2v2 b-boy battle, b-boy b-girl battle, and uh, that's open competition. Anybody can sign up for it. You'll be competing for plaques and money. Um, you will also be uh, judged <laughs> without 
you realizing it because we have a Freshest Fit Award to give out on that day. So come dressed fresh. Um, you're entering the competition literally just by walking into the venue. And uh, we'll have secret judges that will be picking who they think is the most fresh. And uh, at the end of the night, we're going to give a little something-something to the winner of that. Um, and I guess the main event, the big, like, the main attraction, I guess, about the jam is the up-and-comer 7 to Smoke, where we gave, where, not we, I mean, where I gave invites to eight up-and-coming b-boys from the uh, LA, OC, San Diego area. And basically, like, they're coming out and they're putting on their, like, hypest, most fierce rounds because uh, they're competing. They're competing for some really, really good stuff. Um, so we have money, of course, you know, you always want to come out and compete for money. But we also have a really, really nice trophy. Um, I can't wait to show it off. There is a hype video coming out somewhat soon that's going to kind of... I Hopefully, it'll hype people up to come out, you know. Um, I've been working on it so far, and I really like it. Um, but yeah, the that's the details of the event. Um, we're going to have DJ Educate repping Godistas um, and the Bronx... Mm, the Bronx B-Girls, TBB. Um, she's going to be coming out and spinning. Sorry, Kate, if you heard that and I messed that one up. Um, she's going to be coming out and spinning for the event, which I'm really excited for. I think Kate really knows how to set the tone for any jam. Um, and she's done such a good job with setting the tone for her own jam, uh, the, um, the Fatal Sting 7 to Smoke jam. So I'm really excited to have her. The judges panel consists of people that I that I admire and that I respect. And I a lot of people sometimes look deeply into judges panels um so i i made sure to keep it balanced we have nico castro repping uncomfortably fresh california we have Ernetic repping calamities in california and finally we have eddie styles who will also be vending at the event uh as his uh joe in the bottle but he also has um he's going to be judging and he reps rock so fresh um let's talk about vendors since i already touched on it a little bit as far as vendors go, we're going to have an acai bowl vendor. We're going to have a Hawaiian food slash pokey vendor. We're going to have human catalyst selling clothes, clothes, clothing. And we're going to have Eddie Styles with his Joe in a bottle selling coffee, cold brew iced coffee and, uh, and tea. So I'm looking forward to all of that. I know for sure I'll be trying all the vendors. I can't wait to pick up some new stuff from human catalyst and hopefully other people support them too, because, um, we handpick these vendors, making sure that we have kind of a good variety and like accurate representation of what it is to be a small business owner in, in San Diego. Um, and for the record, moving forward, when I say we, I always say we like as in I have such a big team. I really don't. Um, I make most creative decisions regarding my events. I do all of the promotion material, all the media for it. Um, I go out. I'm the one that kind of contacts people to be a part of the event. But for this particular event, um, I've received a lot of creative help, I guess, on the producing aspect from my friend and um, my talent manager, uh, Jackie. Talent manager? She's. Uh, I'm part of a talent agency and she's a director. So my talent director, Jackie, that has really, she plugged me with the venue. She plugged me with some of the vendors. So I, I can't go further without saying such a big thank you to her. Um, but yeah, we, we've really crafted this event to be a good representation of San Diego. 
So now let's talk about why. Why is this event happening? Why now? Why, why now? Um, so for those that may or may not know, I hosted a, a trilogy of jams in southern Chula Vista. And um, those were called Battle at the Bowl, 1, 2, and 3 respectively. And those jams kind of served as a platform for footwork heads to really show off. And the, the side event was the 2v2. People did win. Um, but the main thing, the big thing was the footwork battles. And people really enjoyed that. It had a big summer vibe to it. Um, it was out there in the sun, in the heat. There was really no no like hardcore or like aggressive feel to the jam. Everybody came to have fun. And I think while the event itself, I think, was planned well and was produced well, the execution was 100% the turnout. Like, if people came out without fully believing in the jam, I don't think it would have been as successful. Unfortunately, the reason why that jam isn't continuing is because uh, I no longer work with the city of Chula Vista. I'm no longer a, a a dance teacher with them, so I no longer get rights to their venues without having to pay large amounts of money for it. So... The pro of that is that I get to move on. I get to be more creative. They did limit my creative decisions. And they sometimes often like blatantly just rejected some of the pitches that I threw at them. Which is fine. You know, no harm, no foul. But there was definitely a lot of... Uh, I guess you can say like bombs that I had to step around. Like landmines. So that I could make these events happen. So fast forward to Battle of the Bull 3. That ended... There was a big period of time when I was thinking, like, what's next for me? You know, I, I don't want to give up this role as a as an event coordinator, as an event host. And, like, immediately I was like, I want to give back to the community of South San Diego again. Hopefully Chula Vista. If not, you know, that's what's going to happen. Um, but more, most importantly, I want to give a platform. I want to continue to give a platform for people that are coming up whether it be footwork heads or whether it be just b-boys that are trying to make some noise or that have been making noise and giving them kind of their own spotlight, you know what I mean? And that is what BreakNG is. I'm giving spotlights to up-and-coming artists and, and you know, b-boys, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, content creators. And I'm pretty much doing the same thing with Force and Finesse. Uh, just this one is specifically for the breaking community. Um... And the 7 to Smoke was a product of just a big brainstorm. Um, I think I came up with the, the the idea for the 7 to Smoke in one of my classes. I was zoning out, which is not uncommon. And um, I was really trying to figure out, like, what is this jam? What's going to be the the big, the main course, you know, for this jam? And I was like, you know, there's a lot of b-boys that are my friends, they're coming up, but, you know, they get overshadowed by the big competition, the heavy hitters out there. Um, and I feel like they deserve their own spotlight. So I decided, you know, 7 to Smoke with only them. You know, there's no qualification for it. I'll give out invites. And they come out and, you know, they prove what they have to prove. And, and I was excited to do that. And I came up with names off the top of my head. Um, this I even came up with this before I knew the name of the jam. Uh, the name of the gem is Force and Finesse, and for those that don't know, Force and Finesse is a is a like an archetype for dynamic duo. It's like synonym for dynamic duo, 
just like yin and yang, you know, opposites attract kind of thing. Um, that's kind of what it is. Uh, if you think FBI, not FBI, um, Men in Black, you know, how there was one really serious one and there was one really funny one. Um, this is kind of that same dynamic. Like one teammate will bring the force, which could be perceived as power or blowups, and the other one will bring the finesse, which is like the footwork, the flow, the top rocks, the musicality. And uh, that isn't limiting... Hopefully that doesn't limit people to <laughs> who they're choosing as partners. Um, th- that The jam doesn't go that deeply into its name. Uh, but that, that was kind of the idea behind it. And it rolls off the tongue really well. Uh, the color yellow just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I've been kind of obsessed with the color yellow so far this year. So I was like, you know what? <clears throat> this is a good one. I ran it by a couple people and they were like, yeah, just go for it. There's really no reason to not do it, you know? So we took care of that. And basically, I just wanted to continue my trend as a promoter where I'm giving opportunities to those that are coming up. I want to make sure that it's not just any other jam for people, you know? I don't want it to be just a, oh, you know, there's a jam this weekend, it's a 2v2. I want people to really think and talk about this jam as as an event, as a something that they will remember, you know, a, jam, a contender for Jam of the Summer, if you want to say it like that. Um, <clears throat> along with all of that that I just said, the Jam is also, I guess, a representative of my career, I guess. I'm kind of stepping forward in a different direction, trying out new things. It was really easy to throw Battle at the Bull, mainly because... It's not door jam, you know, there's not there's not much logistics to it since the city of Chula Vista kind of took care of everything. Um, now I'm dealing with a lot more of the logistics side of things. I realize how hard it is to um, balance everything and kind of micromanage things on my own. Uh, so this jam is kind of a baby to me, and I'm, I'm really trying to nurture it and bring it to, to good health, and hopefully people will come support it if you're listening to this podcast definitely consider coming out on July 1st. Um, so now let's talk about the 7th of Smoke. Uh, there's eight competitors. The premise, or I guess the rules of the 7th of Smoke is there will be eight competitors drawn at random, and uh, these competitors will compete. And it's kind of like King of the Hill. If you, you're battling one-on-one, if you win the battle, you stay, the other person goes to the back of the line, and the winner gets a point. The first person to reach seven points wins the entire competition. Uh, So this could be as quick as like 15 minutes. Someone could just steamroll through everybody. This could go as long as 45 minutes. Someone could just... It could be like, oh, uh, someone beats this person and that person beats another person and it's just like a dog-eat-dog world. I think that's what makes it so interesting. Uh, When it came to picking competitors, I made sure to pick a balanced lineup. People that would entertain with their diversity, I think, of of skills and styles. Um, And, I mean, the rules, I guess, that I set for myself when picking people uh, kind of were really simple. It had to be someone that had community support behind them that people could vouch for so that I couldn't, so that I wouldn't feel like it was just my personal bias, you know, picking these people. And it had to be someone that was consistently placing top eight or top four at, at, at many jams. It wasn't just like a one-off thing. Um, and there was many people that were part of this list. I don't want to go as far as to naming who didn't make the cut, you know, but uh, 
the eight that made it had support from the community and are consistently making noise or have recently been making noise in 2018. Uh, someone kind of joked about it with me that this list was the double uh, XL freshman list for SoCal up and coming b-boys. And I mean, it's, it's interesting to think about it like that. Um, hopefully if it gets enough uh, popularity, it could kind of be perceived as that moving forward. Um, so let's kind of go over the competitors and, and why I picked them. Uh, so first off, we have Kando ripping non-smoking area. Uh, I picked Kando mainly because his work ethic is, I think, unmatched. He trains, he's the first one to get in and the last one to leave. Um, but also, he's been making noise for a long time. Top 8 is not new to him. And uh, recently, at the non-smoking, no, at the Daft Funk Jam, he made Top 4. <clears throat> and, and you know, that doesn't go unnoticed. And I made sure to approach him on, like, like a respectful tip. Like, hey, dude, I see that you've been killing it for such a long time. I want you to come out, and I want you to, you know, have your, you know, it's time to eat, man. You know, you're hungry, and, and I can see that. So here's your spot. Um, Kando's style is very uh, focused on musicality and flow. So that that's why I picked Kando. He's also been in the scene for a long time. I think it's it's time for him to get his to get his, you know. <clears throat> Next up we have Decipher, who's new to San Diego. He came from Oklahoma. He's probably the one that has battled the least out of everybody. He only has I think two or three years under his belt. Um but he he's been killing it. You really can't deny that. In the as far as like solo competition goes here in San Diego, he's been he's been putting in work. He's been top rocking his way all the way to semifinals almost consistently. Uh, and I say top rocking because he's really strong in terms of musicality. His he can dance. He can dance and he can flow pretty well. And I think it'll be interesting to see how he matches up with everybody else who probably has more battle experience than him. Um but I you know, I want to make sure that he knows that he's being noticed, so I sent him that invite as well. Uh, next up, we have Elastic from Daft Funk Crew. Uh, Matt is so dope. He has his own moveset, I think, that you really can't bite. You know, when you see what he does, maybe you've seen variations of it before, but he has his own moveset, and it's really hard to kind of confine him in a box. Um, I think he's very dynamic, and I think he's like the top sleeper pick. It, or, like, one of the two sleeper picks for this 7 to Smoke. <clears throat> and he's also been battling for a long time. And he's also been putting in work, making top 8, top 16. And people notice, you know, and, and I had a good group of people vouch for him. Um, and he recently had an exhibition against Eastside Union, and that went really well, too. So, <clears throat> pardon, my voice is leaving. Uh, so I think he definitely earned his spot on the invite list. Then we have Kai, who is a San Diego native, South San Diego native, Chula Vista, Eastlake, uh, who's currently in Santa Barbara. He's also putting in so much work on both ends of the breaking community. He's out on the floor rapping so hard every single time, but he's also producing content and putting the scene on in terms of media. Uh, Kai has been on the rise for a long time. I think I started noticing that in 2017. And his power is probably the best out of everybody on the lineup, so that I think will be very dangerous. He adds his own his own take on the word force. Um, and I think people are uh, 
perceiving him as the the dark horse, I think, of the tournament. Uh, next up, we have Izzy, who reps uh, We the Essence and Wanderers. Uh, Izzy easily has to be uh, like the shoe in for this list. He's been killing it for a long time. Uh, he's no stranger to top eight or top four, for that matter. He has his own style. I think he's like the most well-rounded out of everybody on this list, and um, I think he he's ready. Uh, out of all of them, I would think that he would be the favorite. Um, when we come to predictions, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but he definitely has a lot of support, and a lot of people believe in him, and I think rightfully so. He really shows that he can dominate a battle with not only like presence, but his own style. So he's going to be a dangerous one. Um, we have AJ Killam, who's also fairly new to San Diego. He came here last year, and he's been he's been killing it. He has a style that I don't think is from San Diego. I I know he's not from here. I I want to say he's from the Philippines, Malaysia, or something like that. Philippines or Malaysia, but I I don't want to speak on the I don't want to speak on it as if it's fact because I'm not entirely sure. But he's been killing it. He's really been killing it. Um, he's got his own style. He's very flow-oriented, and um, I think he's probably the biggest sleeper pick up to this point. Um, I think a lot of people are sleeping on him, and I mean, I'm not going to hype him up anymore. I think he'll have to he'll have to dance for himself on that one when July 1st comes around. We have B. Kim, who I think is the uh, the trophy the trophy B boy or I guess the front-runner for up-and-coming b-boys here in San Diego. He's young, he's still in the senior year of high school, and he's really hungry. And he comes out to every single battle, and he treats every single battle like like he's the underdog. And sometimes sometimes his presence can really get to you. And I, I've battled him before, and and uh, even, though that, even though I won, I can't say that I wasn't like a little bit surprised with, with his arsenal and his presence. Um, but I made sure that I asked around, and, and people vouched for him. People really said that B. Kim is, he's the one. He's the one to come out and represent up-and-coming B-Boys as a whole. We have Naive, um, someone who I don't know too well, like, personally, but um, a lot of people recommended him when we were talking about up-and-comers. His own scene, I think, definitely, like, the Orange County area definitely supports him. Um, I only saw him in the Daft Funk Jam and UCBL Jam, and I've seen clips of him before on Dominic Holmes' channel, and he's really good. He has, he's tall, so shout out to the tall B-Boys, but he has control, he manages his style really well, he can dance really well, um, so that's also someone that I would not sleep on. Um, as far as the rest of the lineup, um, we've covered... Izzy, Kando, Elastic, AJ Killam, B. Kim, Decipher, Naive, uh, who am I missing? That's seven. Uh, B. Kim, Decipher, uh, AJ Killam. Oh, this is embarrassing. Did I really forget someone? No, everybody. No, we have everybody. Okay. So everybody's been covered as to why they got picked. Let's come to the prediction aspect. I'm not going to give my own predictions. Uh, I think that's unprofessional as a host. And also, I think it's more fun if people come to their own conclusions. Um, and I I wanted to disclose people personally, 
but I think there's very few predictions that I'm just gonna name off what I what I read, you know. Um, so first off, the person that had the most votes, the person that had the most predictions in their favor would be Izzy. I think he had a total of seven. Um, people really didn't give reasoning for it, but it's seven as Izzy for the favorite. And a lot of people said he's like long overdue. Um, so that's the favorite of the tournament up to this point. The seven to smoke has Izzy as front runner. Um, someone that came in a close second would be Naive, who had like five personal uh, predictions. But um, in Vince commented on on the force and finesse post about it and he got nine heart reacts so if heart reacts equals support then naive definitely has a lot of it uh he's he's definitely up there with izzy and it's funny because the favorites are not even you know san diego b-boys um b kim has a lot of local support i think from his friends but also from the other up-and-coming b-boys that want to see like san diego b-boys shine he had a total of three uh, Kando had one. Shout out to non-smoking area. Um, AJ Killam had, I think, one and a half. Someone said if AJ Killam is at his best, he can take this jam handedly. But it really comes down to how consistent he can be, and, and he's one of the younger ones, so he has less experience. Um, so I, I kind of agreed with that. Um, I think anybody on their good day can take it. Uh, we got Jihad. I'm going to name this one specifically because he vouched so strongly for Elastic and he said Elastic is going to fucking take that one. So let's hope that that's true. Uh, Shout out to Jihad for supporting his homie. Uh, As far as the rest of the list, Kai also had like half in terms of... uh, I mean, okay, full disclosure, someone gave me a full write-up on why each of these b-boys could win their favorites and the Dark Horse. Um, Kai had like that half a vote of support where people were like not people, this person said to me that they could see him winning if his stamina wasn't uh, a factor so basically if Kai can keep his power up for 8 straight wins or just 8 wins in general 7 wins, pardon uh, he can definitely take it so let's, let's hope to see that uh, Decipher got two votes. People said that, yeah, people just said that he would win. That was it. Like, I asked for predictions, they were like, Decipher. So I was like, okay. Um, I could see why, though. <clears throat> um, I think people are really sleeping on Kando. Uh, and, uh, Elastic as well. Those two particularly didn't get a lot of support. But, as far as predictions go, you have your favorites right there. Izzy and Naive. Uh, next up would be uh, Decipher and Kai. Uh, AJ Killam, kind of hesitant. B Kim, kind of hesitant. At least this is just crowd reaction. And then the back end would be uh, Kando and Elastic. So there you have it. There's kind of the breakdown about it. Um, I, I'm not even going to say any more. I just want to see these, these guys go at it. I want to see them dance. And uh, look out for the hype video coming out soon. Also, we have two confirmed guests for this month's Break New Ground podcast. Uh, Should I announce it here? Sure, I might as well just announce it. We're going to have Nico Castro coming on, uh, talking a little bit about his journey, 
and uh, his opinions, I guess, on, on the creative process, the industry, all the stuff. And then we have my talent director, uh, Jacqueline of Brickhouse, and she'll be also talking about her journey, uh, what she does as an artist, as an entrepreneur, and that I think should be a treat. So thank you guys for sticking through 26 minutes, fairly short. Peace.